0: Pat Project family, how's it going? Now, on this podcast, on almost every single episode, we talk about sleep because sleep is important for your workouts, for your recovery, for your nutrition, for your fat loss, for your muscle gain. Literally everything comes down to getting great sleep at night. That's why I've partnered with Eight Sleep Mattresses. Now, they have something called the Pod Pro Cover. Now, this cover is something you can put over one of Eight Sleep's mattresses or your existing mattress, and it temperature regulates through the night so that you get the best sleep possible at every phase of your sleep. You know, most people uh, think that you need to have your room temperature at 68 degrees Fahrenheit, but our temperature is different. I sleep hotter than most people. Uh, You might sleep cooler. So that's why the Eight Sleep mattress for yourself and your partner, either side of the mattress can have its own temperature regulation. And the cool thing is that the Eight Sleep app watches your temperature through multiple nights and it'll literally change the way the temperature is set based off of the way you sleep. It's crazy it's literally the tesla of beds andrew tell them about it dude
1: yeah dude it is this uh technology is insane it's like the most high technological can't even say that word uh piece of equipment that i have in my whole house um so you guys gotta head over to eight sleep.com slash power project that's eight spelled out so E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash power project. And you guys will receive $150 off of your pod pro cover or your pod pro cover and mattress combo. And I must say that that mattress is actually extremely comfortable. They didn't skimp out on anything on this uh, product. Again, eight sleep.com slash power project links to them down in the description as well as the podcast show notes.
2: I don't think people know that it's like not normal to kind of shit all day.
0: Mm hmm to shit all day
2: yeah Mm -hmm. like it's not normal to like have erratic shits now occasionally like one's gonna sneak up on you like that's just gonna happen like that's life (laughs) and every once in a while you know you eat you indulge and you eat something weird and then therefore you
1: poop a lot Mm -hmm.
2: but there's a lot of people who think it's normal just to like have the shits every day Mm -hmm. or to shit all day every day and there's some people who have like stomach issues and stuff like that i understand that but there's some people. I think it's just normal just to like shit all the time, irregularly,
1: at any time of day.
2: And then also, I think that people think it's normal. Folks, this is not normal. Listeners of the Power Project, I'm talking to y'all.
1: <laughs> it's not normal
2: to have to wipe your ass so much. That's abnormal shit. Like that's because you ate some fucking junky shit. I think something weird happened, Super. or you
1: might have shit. You might have shit a little early, a little earlier than you needed to. Mm. I'll take that into consideration, but I'm super guilty on that last one. Yeah, man. It's like a fucking endless color crayon. I'm just like, well, we're here we go. So when I'm at home, though, and I have the bidet, it's game changer. The bidet that, changes everything. I use that shit like a colonic. I just, yeah. like, shoot water, like, at high pressure all the way up in there, and it just, like, pulls it all down.
0: <clears throat> Why are you gay? <laughs>
1: or, so
0: who is
2: gay? <laughs> Are you moving your ass around on there a lot?
0: Yeah, yeah, you got. Yeah, you got to like, find
1: the right spot. Yeah, you got to kind of wiggle. You got to get the hips forward and backwards, forward and backwards, mm-hmm. and side to side. And then here's the thing, dude. So like we were just talking on the last podcast about like how hot it gets in Sacramento. So. Oh, God. Mine, Pooping
0: when it's hot is like not fun.
1: So, but my bidet is not. Baking that smell. Oh, oh God. Yeah. My bidet is not electric. It's just hooked up to the water line. Like, yeah. so it doesn't, it's not heated. It's not cooled. Whatever. Or I mean, I guess you wouldn't want cold. But when it gets hot, the way like it's getting, it comes out warm and it feels really nice. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I, I use it to shoot water all the way up in the noose and it, it pulls all the poop out into the where? So, uh, uh Anus, the, the Anus, yeah. Why are you gay?
0: <laughs> okay, real quick, we're uh, not pulling that shit up though. Pull it up, no, it's a hilarious video, and they won't understand the context <laughs> so of this. <laughs> well, I don't know, I'm, we have to pull it up, you Pull it up, okay. dog. Uh, it's it's this is part of internet culture, you? man. <laughs> There's this video, <laughs> I guess, Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud. There's this is video for all you all, like you guys who are just listening to this. There's this is video of this African dude. Um, he's he's interviewing this this uh, trans person in Africa, and uh, just Andrew, just yeah, play it. Is just-
2: we bring in the studio this morning one of the gay rights activists, Mister. Should I call you Mister. <laughs> Pepe Julian Onzima? Thank you for coming in. Thank
0: you for good morning. Me. Morning. To you.
2: Why are you gay? <laughs> Who says I'm gay? <laughs> who says you I'm gay? Are gay. <laughs> you are a transgender.
0: What, what, what,
2: what shows that I'm gay? You are a transgender, yes, and you're yeah. gay rights activist, and an outspoken um, uh, uh, lesbian, <laughs> homosexual. He's How such can a I dick. describe you? He's such a now dick. we're looking at the raging debate. I right, uh, fuck this video.
0: Man, that shit in Africa sometimes it gets crazy. Why are you gay? <laughs> so who is gay? <laughs> i love it um so i haven't shat today Mm. that's kind of why we were on this topic i haven't taken a shit and it's very abnormal Mm. this morning i was drinking my cups of coffee and i was talking to my girl i'm like it's not there it's like it's not there i woke up this morning and my stomach wasn't feeling great so i know pretty soon it's gonna be glorious get Mm. the car ready let's take this guy to the
1: emergency room yeah is it like is it uncomfortable though
0: uh, well, this morning it, might stum- you might
1: be you might have stumbled upon like the best day ever where you can just get anything accomplished and you don't have to worry about taking a shit.
0: Well, I mean, I've done quite a bit this morning. I did uh, some Edo Mortel Edo Portel mobility and shit mm. and things have been feeling very good. But like I want to get this out of me. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I would rather not go to jujitsu <laughs> with this inside of me.
2: I have recently met somebody that shits uh, like twice a month. You see what oh, are they
0: are they in shape? Uh, yeah, they're in decent shape. Yeah, whoa, how much do they eat?
2: I don't know. We, I wasn't able to get all the details that I needed. But That's
0: the thing you got to wonder: are those like? Mo- are, is that like an event? Like they're like, oh, it's here, and then they have to get everything prepared in the is bathroom. Is some sort of
2: monster dump too? They have to shit <laughs> yeah. like a hot in, into the, like their tub or something. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh like is it some sort of giant poop, or is it like an emergency? Like okay, get out of my way, like
0: oh. you know. Yeah. I didn't
2: learn more Twice like I needed month. I needed so much more information. But I only learned it kind of in passing and I was like I want to
0: know so much dude, more. Dude, that's very And weird. it was
2: a dude, too. You know, sometimes like girls sometimes that are smaller, sometimes mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. heard them say like they poop, poop once every d- two days. Yeah, once every two days, stuff like that before. I mean, I don't know.
1: Maybe girls are lying to us cuz they're not supposed to poop at all, right? They don't. That could be it. Yeah. Got to get this guy on the podcast, though. Yeah, we got we to gotta get to the bottom of this. <laughs> right. Dude, that would save
2: me so much time. Uh, yeah. Question. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe he's a fucking genius. Yeah. Question
0: for you guys. What what way do you wipe? Back to front or front to back?
2: Mm-hmm. I go, um, I'm trying to think of the the mathematics here. I go from- Balls to- Yeah, front to back, yeah. yeah. Front to back? Yeah. So
1: just be beca- I don't want
2: to be pushing stuff towards <clears throat> my nuts, I don't think.
1: Right, it's not good. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. I will go back to front because I can.
2: Oh. Ho, 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 ho.
1: You just
0: said you will go back to front because you can. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Explain. So from what I understand. Back to front, everybody. You are wiping the poop towards your balls. Towards your balls. If you
1: had a vagina, you can't do that because it gets whatever. You can't get poop in there.
0: Yeah, that's a that's an infection, so, yeast infection. We didn't infection.
1: Thank you. I can't think of the proper term. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember which comedian it was, but he was like, just to show male dominance, I'll wipe back to front. Um. and so i always thought that was hilarious uh,
0: quick, quick question also
1: because one thing I was it's not like it i don't do it like that's not like the first fucking like, oh, hey I'll stephanie look what i can no, do no, no, no. but it's not like the first wipe it's like usually like i think i'm good let me check the opposite direction all right we're good there too it's not like a uh oh i gotta wipe
0: my ass and let me go this way You know, uh, because I was having this conversation with my girl and then we had it at dinner with Graham once uh, recently. And that makes sense. It made me really think like if. You know what, podcast listeners, front to back or back to front? Because in my mind, if you wipe back to front, it's like no one taught you how to wipe your butt. Yeah, I feel I don't like think it, so. it doesn't because, like, there's something that came to mind. I think uh, G- Graham said it, and was as like, a wow.
2: parent, like if a kid does anything halfway decent, you're like, yeah, great job. Because like, <laughs> so I could picture a parent just being like, fuck, fuck I don't it. care how you do it. At least you got it done.
0: No, so that's important, though. You you <laughs> must teach your children to wipe front to back yeah i do
1: know there's one person that i know that like was like so hardcore in the gym that they would like brag about how immobile they were
0: and they couldn't
1: and so they couldn't do they couldn't reach around so they're like no i i'm mm. like bro like i have to go through the legs and go back to front because oh. i'm just i'm so like <laughs> so i can't stiff. i'm so stiff but like, mm. like well,
0: f- maybe you should address that if you can't wipe your ass correctly that's what graham said and i was like wait There are literal – there are actually people who Mm. lack the mobility to take their hand behind. Mm. and Instead, they have to go in between. So Mm -hmm. I'm like – I couldn't imagine having to go in between my legs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There's people that are very, very heavy. So that puts you at a disadvantage to even get towards your Mm -hmm. parts to clean them. I
0: just feel bad for laughing at this shit. I
2: know. I know. You ruined it. No, no, no. I know. We were talking about mobility though. But you're right. You are correct. Well, I mean, the more chunk that you got back there, the harder it is to kind of get to it. Yeah. But that's why you have to get yourself a bidet. Yes. And also get get yourself some baby wipes. Yes. Oh. So I recently, tra- when I traveled to Austin, I forgot baby <sighs> wipes. Oh.
0: I travel with them all the time. And
2: I went to, like, Nick Bear's place, and they had they had some dude wipes there. And I was nice. like, I just want to put these in my bag. <laughs> you did. <laughs> but but could, you, could you imagine, like, they'd be like, hey, Mark was here. <sighs> how was it? Be like, the motherfucker stole. The- <laughs> stole he <our> clearly <laughs> stole some of our fucking dude wipes. I felt uh, like a savage, though, out there traveling. I hate that. I can't. Nope. Not having my asshole as clean as I wanted it mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, it's but always But I just be... hop in the shower, you know? Like, yeah. poop,
0: and then shower, and then... Bu- <clears throat> If you're off schedule, you can't have that luxury. You can't. No. That's a travel hack right there. Never forget your wipes. And always you
2: know if you do forget your wipes, you can uh buy stuff that the ladies use to clean up their clean up mm-hmm. their makeup.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, That doesn't have makeup stuff on wipes. it that you know. Yeah,
1: you know, maybe. I don't you know. can find some that like are like they'll brand it like non alcoholic or whatever. You know, like yeah. it's yeah. Like Imagine clean. if it like
2: had like a butthole with a thing crossed out on it. <laughs> do not wipe your ass. Yeah, do me. not use this.
1: They should probably, they
2: should. It's good enough for their face. It's good enough for my asshole. Yeah. Oh,
1: God. So Uh, if you're really in a
2: pickle, then you can use that.
1: But then, of course, you could just get baby wipes because, like. That's
2: true. Normally, you can find them.
1: Yeah. um, So, like, I, I have regular wipes that you can get at Costco. They're just, they're meant for that they're they even say like flushable even, yes even though that's still bullshit
0: no it's not it's, it <laughs> no it's not guys get flushable wipes you yeah. no, no i'm saying
1: but even the flushable ones aren't really meant to be flushed oh yeah, oh, okay, yeah. that's okay. a good point yeah okay, okay. but i i got my sons because when we were in tahoe um that's all i had was his baby wipes but we have some called water wipes and they just have like extra moisture on them. Wow. I was like, oh dude, it was like the Cadillac of wipes. Dude. Wow. It was fucking dope. Yeah. It was super nice. Was heck of like thick. Water wipes? They're just called water wipes. Yeah. Wow. Because they have two ingredients water and whatever the fuck the paper's made out of.
0: So Andrew, tell the people the code for do, <laughs> for do- for <laughs> We don't have a code, we just yet. All right. <laughs>
2: I was thinking, Andrew necessary. starts making some money, gets all fancy on us with these water wipes. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> dude, when it, you know what it's like when it comes to your kids, you're all of a sudden like not like the cheapest motherfucker out there. Uh, and yeah. it's like, like oh, that one has, you know, all kinds of chemicals. Like that ain't touching his taint. Like, no Andrew thanks.
2: looking down on us for our, the type of wipes that we have mm-hmm. now.
0: <laughs> this is not good.
2: We're in a bad case. spot. <laughs> hey,
0: man. Throughout the years, Andrew's been the guy who's like, he, he, he knows what goes on with poop. So, like, it makes sense <laughs> that he'd just be like, what are you guys doing over there with your poor people wipes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't bring those around here. I got to try that. I gotta, I'll look on Amazon for water wipes. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. But nice. Anyway, yeah. we were going to talk about something here. I have
1: no clue what we were going to talk mm. about. I cannot remember. We were well, going to
2: talk about my sleep. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, <clears throat> I would first off like to say that I have had some sort of sleep issues for a while. And I think it's probably fairly simple. I think I just had sleep apnea for a, a while. <clears throat> um, when I've been tested for sleep apnea, I mean, years ago, there was really no reason to even test for sleep apnea. I was just huge. Mm-hmm. I was really, really heavy. It was over 300 pounds for several years. And after competitions would get over, I would get in a little bit better shape, but I was still very, very heavy, still a lot bigger than I was uh, just kind of normally. And so uh, I... Didn't my body didn't adapt to being that size or that weight. And even after losing some weight, it was still difficult for me to sleep. And we could sit here and kind of think of all the different reasons on why maybe I didn't sleep. Maybe uh, it's because I think a lot about the products that we make here. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's because of the intensity of the style of workouts that I did. Maybe it's performance enhancing drugs. Maybe they get you a little, maybe they get you a little amped up. Um, there's a lot of things. Caffeine, you know, I consume caffeine as well. Uh, but I have paid attention to a lot of different things and I've messed around with a lot of different things. And obviously there's been times where I've come off of performance enhancing drugs for periods of time and I've kind of reexamined like what I was doing and tried to uh, see if that impacted my sleep. But There's times where I stopped drinking coffee for not just like a day or five days, like there's been times where I've discontinued drinking coffee for a month or two mm. to sort of see if I got any sort of uh, better effect from that. I've tried zinc and magnesium, um, tried a lot of different supplements, uh, a lot of different sleep formulas. Um, and then also you hear the recommendations, like don't sleep with your phone in the room. Yeah. you know, get, some, uh, get sunlight in the morning. This will help regulate uh, your circadian rhythm maybe wear, you know, blue blocking glasses at night. Like there's a lot of different things, a lot of different prescriptions, but uh what I'd like to share is I think at least in uh at least at the moment, I think that I have uh a formula that has helped me with my sleep. Fast forward, you know, 6 months from now or a year from now, are we talking about this again and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I I can't figure it out again. That's definitely impossible. That's definitely impossible, but um, there has never been a time since I probably have – since I identified that my sleep was bad, which would be probably uh, – <clears throat> wow, uh, 20 years ago. So, yeah, 20 – almost nearly 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, well, probably probably more like 15 years ago. 15 years ago is when I was really big. Uh, and then through that time until I lost 100 pounds um but more recently it's like i got a good night of sleep and then i had a normal night then i had a good night of sleep then i had a normal night and then now it's been like almost all of my sleep has been really good with the exception of like i traveled and i kind of just had a kind of one shitty night of sleep when i was traveling there's been a couple little things in there but like last night um i i was in bed for like 10 hours, you know? Yeah. So I've really been committing myself. Now I want to say that I have tried this before. I have said to myself, I I actually talked with Stan about it one day. I'm like, I'm just going to literally stay in bed for like mm-hmm. 10 hours.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And what he said was, I don't think that's going to make a difference because you're still not going to get the quality of sleep. You're not going to still be at rest. Um, so again, I just wanted to point out that I have tried that before and it wasn't something that was really yielding any results what has changed stuff that's like more recent is me pushing myself with breathing you know being able to breathe at a higher capacity me doing exercises that are challenging my breath um me learning about nasal breathing um there's a there's so so much to go into all this uh i don't want to get sidetracked too much so i'm not going to go on the mouth tape stuff yet, but for now let's stick to the more modern changes that I've had running, which has challenged my cardiovascular, I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing I've been working on is like myofascial stuff. When Chris was here, Chris Kodowski, when he was here, he talked a lot about how sometimes he'll do myofascial work on people and they'll just, they'll sleep a lot. Uh, not only was he right on that but like I fell asleep while he was working on me and that shit is not comfortable so it's not like you're getting a massage mm-hmm. that shit hurts but a couple times like mm-hmm. just the amount of like kind of what it takes to do that just made me very exhausted um, so I've been working on a lot of that myself utilizing Kelly Sturette's, uh Supernova um, foam rolling doing a bunch of other stuff and trying to get some of this kind of tension out of there and in addition to that Uh, doing some of the Ben Patrick stuff and working on range of motion and working on a little bit of stretching, some mobility stuff, and just having different goals in the gym where I'm not frying out my central nervous system. That could be another thing that is contributing. Um, But more recently, the sleep has been locked in. It's been feeling really good. And uh, I'm excited to share some stuff with you guys today because I think it could help a lot of people.
0: I have a quick question, man. I wonder if you remember when you were younger – like when you were doing a lot of the wrestling stuff that you were doing, uh, when you were in really good shape when you were younger, do you remember how your sleep was? Were your sleep also, um, was it messed up back then or was it better? Because, yeah.
2: I don't remember having a problem with it then.
0: Don't remember having a problem with it I don't
2: remember having a problem with it then. It's more like when, it's more like after I had kids, there could be a factor in there as well. Yeah, it's more like after I had kids and when I was like really deep into powerlifting,
0: really deep into powerlifting. And when you were really deep into powerlifting, the there was a lack, of, like you are still doing like walking and stuff, but there was a lack of focus on uh, cardiovascular work, and mm-hmm. your resting heart rate was probably usually a little bit higher than normal. must have been a lot higher, a lot higher. Now, one thing that I think it, it could be something that helps a ton of people is Stan Efferding has talked about individuals who are bodybuilders and individuals who build thick necks. These are typically lifters. They end up getting sleep apnea, so they have to use a CPAP machine. Um, but one thing that I think could be, uh, something really beneficial when I look at what you've done as far as your sleep and your progression, as you've gotten better at running and your heart rate's gone down and you've gotten better at breathing, um, your sleep has gotten better. Like there's a lot of things we're going to talk about mm-hmm. that you've done, but that's a, that's a big thing. So I think about this. Like if a lifter, a bodybuilder, a powerlifter, somebody who's struggling with their sleep, if they can start working on some type of cardio that helps them to you know, push their aerobic capacity but then also gets their resting heart rate down and allows them to relax when they're at rest, that would probably be of benefit to their sleep. Because I couldn't imagine that walking around with a resting heart rate of seventy-five to eighty is any good for anyone who's trying to get restful sleep. Yeah, because when you try to
2: rest, you're not going to be resting. And if you have a tight body and tight areas, again, um, all things that you can solve on your own, you know, via checking out Kelly Sturette's, uh book, "Becoming a Supple Leopard." Yeah, you can check out a lot of the stuff in there. There's lots of stuff online of people doing kind of mild fascial release. I'm not saying that this is. This is the key factor, but it can help. <clears throat> and what I wanted to share today is the fact that it, there's most likely not any one thing that's going to be your savior. Mm-hmm. And it would be also fairly unlikely that the first thing that you stumble upon is going to be the thing that helps you. Um, It appears that a sleep apnea machine can really help a lot of people. Yes, it can. And sleep apnea is very, very dangerous. Um, people die in their sleep. Uh, happened to a friend of mine uh, who was a strongman competitor years ago, Mike Jenkins. Uh, it happened to uh, the famous football player Reggie White. So mm. these things happen, and it's <clears throat> it's a scary thing because you're at you literally stop breathing while you're sleeping. Nowadays, you can get an at home sleep study done, which I should do because then I can I can see like for sure how much of this problem did I solve and fix. Um. Because I had a a sleep study done previously, so you can do an at home sleep study. Andrew might be able to look up some some testing that we can suggest or recommend. I'm, I forget if you need to have a doctor get it for you or however it works, but I know that like a company like Merrick Health would be able to help you, you know, get get a hold of something like that. Yeah. Um, if you are having issues with your sleep, a lot of people suffer from sleep apnea. It's not just people that are big. Mm-hmm. It's not just people that are obese. There's a lot of people, uh, that suffer from it, but there's been many things I've done in the last few weeks to change things up a bit. And I just was, I don't know, maybe just about a month ago, I was like, let me just jack my calories up for a bit. I've been kind of I haven't been eating that much. I've been kind of doing some fasting and it actually might have even been a little bit longer ago than a month now I think about it. Um, So I started to incorporate some dairy, some raw milk, some raw cream, uh, yogurt, cottage cheese and fruit. I went for a month with uh, out carbs just because I was doing a no carb month challenge Mm -hmm. thing and I didn't really feel like I was depleted or deprived during that month. I like low carb style diets but – one thing to keep in mind is a lot of these things that we do um, to maybe have a better body or to be in better shape, they can sometimes be stressors, and sometimes you could be over stressing yourself. So, I was just thinking, like, let me give myself one less thing to think about. Let me just eat more and kind of see what happens, because I think in comparison to how often I train, I don't eat that much. I eat a good amount, and I definitely, uh, I definitely get my fill to where I'm not perpetually always losing weight. Um, I don't look gaunt. I don't look like I need to go and run out and eat a sandwich right away or anything like that. But uh, So I think a lot of my requirements are met, but also with an extra energy expenditure of running more recently, I was like, let me just kind of see what happens when I flood the body with nutrients. And I think so that's been a huge help as well.
0: Eating more food.
2: I think eating more food has helped a lot. Just because, again, fasting and all these different things, they can be a stressor. Yeah. And I don't think that... The type of fasting that you and I do, I don't think it's that huge of a stressor because it's pretty mild. And you and I are like, fuck it, I had like a protein shake during the fast. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't, it's not always truly like a fast, but Mm -hmm. for argument's sake, we go 18, 16 hours without any like real food, you know, without a substantial amount of calories, maybe only 300 calories at at most, Mm -hmm. a lot of times. And so I was like, let me just take that off. Let me just get rid of that for a moment. And I still will have days where I might actually choose to fast, uh, but I will most likely start to eat a little earlier in the day. So just consuming more calories. And then when I do eat, if I did some sort of fast, just trying to consume more food in that time period, and things like milk and heavy cream have helped me jack the calories up a bit.
1: And when, what time, like how far or... How close are you eating to to bedtime? Because that that Mm -hmm. definitely affects me. If I'm too full, it makes it very difficult to sleep. Um, So Mm -hmm.
2: I try to discontinue uh, like a major meal, um, maybe about three hours before bed, two, Mm -hmm. three hours before bed, somewhere in that range. I still might have a shake. I still might eat a little bit of fruit. I still might eat something small. Um, But I found, and and yeah, again, more recently – That that doesn't seem to bother me.
0: Um, So that's what I've been doing lately. You know, uh, it was Alan Flanagan that I think when we were talking to him, he's the one who talked about individuals having better sleep quality when they ate food not as close to Mm -hmm. bed. You know, that's when we tried that. We're like, oh, yeah, actually, I do notice a difference when, you know, if I instead of eating right before I go to sleep, but maybe three or four hours before I go to sleep. Sleep quality is quite a bit better. So that's another one of those things, but that's what we're saying here. It's like, you know, we have the mouth tape, we have the blue blocks, we have all these things. We don't eat too close to bed most of the time if we can manage it. Um, we have the eight sleep mattress where we have our temperature, temperature controlled room. So we have all these things, but all of these things have been able to culminate into good sleep. Like, it's not just one thing, it's not just the mattress, right? Um, so uh, that's it's a really important thing to remember because as you have a specific problem maybe it's your sleep apnea um and you try one thing but it doesn't work immediately but it gives you a little bit of benefit in a certain direction hold on to that that doesn't mean you stop doing whatever it is that you got or whatever it is that Mm -hmm. you started doing you keep doing that and then you find something else because i've i i've paid really close attention to how your sleep has been through the years, you know because as we do something i'd always ask, okay hey mark how's that feeling how's your sleep now it's like oh it's a little better, right, but it seems like now mm-hmm. you've you have this uh this cocktail of everything that we've been doing, and now you're like, oh, I sleep like a I sleep like a normal person now I mm-hmm. sleep the way we should be sleeping like it's finally there and that's a really dope thing to see um but I think one one of the big movers that can help most people is you know, uh, not just the breathing aspect because um, like nasal breathing is important. And even when we talk to Chris (laughs) Kodowski, Chris Kodowski he's talking about how like when he works with people, he does body work on people. They come in and he's doing stuff on them and they have a tendency to hold their breath. Mm. They're not relaxed. They don't know how to, or, or their body's not okay with breathing through stress. So yeah, your breath needs to get handled. But a lot of times as you start to get control over your breath if you start to do more nasal breathing um it's going to be a benefit and i'm literally repeating myself again i think it's going to be a benefit to a lot of people to develop better aerobic fitness it's like uh, i know we're all trying to get stronger i know we're trying to get bigger in terms of gaining size but in the it, while seeking that a lot of people neglect their heart health. A lot of people neglect their aerobic fitness. And that's something that can allow you to have a lower heart rate when you're at rest, can allow you to relax when you're at rest. And I don't see how that couldn't be a big mover in allowing someone to get better quality sleep when they're actually asleep. Power Project family. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode. Now, Mark, Andrew, and myself have been cold plunging for a while now. We actually use the Cold Plunge XL. But the reason why this has become part of our daily routine every single day is because of honestly how good it makes us feel coming out of that water. Now, if you want to take a cold shower, that is beneficial and you need to be doing that if you don't have a cold plunge. But if you do get a cold plunge that goes all the way down to 39 degrees, it's crazy because Andrew Huberman actually talked about the benefits of dopamine Post-cold plunging. Now, cocaine gives you a 2.5 rise in your dopamine release. Cold plunging gives you that also, but it also gives you a sustained higher level of dopamine throughout your day. That's just one of the benefits, as there are many. So if you guys want to get on it, Andrew, how can they?
1: Oh, yes. You guys got to head over to thecoldplunge.com and check out enter promo code POWERPROJECT to save $150 off. And before we drop off here, I do have to say that this has been the absolute best thing I have ever done for my mental health. Every single day I get in this cold plunge and I come out a happier, more positive, and more vibrant human can't recommend this enough again the com promo code power project to save 150 dollars off links to them down in the description as well as the podcast show notes yes yeah. yeah. and yeah. I, i've heard you in the past mark say that like you didn't you didn't like going to sleep you're like you feel like you're gonna miss out on something uh so did you work on any of that to where you're like like no this is actually better for me than you know mm. than catching something whatever it may be Or seeing something,
2: yeah. You bring up a good point. You know, like maybe that is the single most important thing that I said. You know what? You really got to commit to this. I bring that up often. You know, when people are like, "Oh, there's been a study on cold plunging, and there's been a study on um, uh, getting into a sauna." I'm I'm always like, I would love to see the study that that shows somebody spent ten minutes without their phone and they rested and they worked on their breathing and they were just with their own thoughts in comparison to that cold plunge. i not saying those things don't work. They're obviously – it seems like they have a lot of effectiveness. But sometimes just that singularity of like let me hone in and focus on this, sometimes there's nothing more important than that. So mm-hmm. I think that that was a big factor of um, – and that's, that's still going to be ongoing, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, if you just backtrack and you go into your life when you're young, I'm the youngest of three – uh, my brothers always did stuff with my dad that I thought was cool and I always felt left out. So I got FOMO mm-hmm. and, you know, I had, I had to go to bed earlier than everybody else. Hey, what, what's everybody, what's everybody else doing? Like why, you know, uh, why do they get to stay up late and watch TV and like mm-hmm. all that shit, right? So mm-hmm. it just burned into my probably psyche somehow mm-hmm. and it's just sitting there. But I've also <clears throat> just kind of, uh, more recently, it was like, let me recommit to this. And, again, I have committed to this before. I have been down this path before. And my wife is uh, – I'm always kind of like a, a little bit of a dreamer, like that I'm going to find like this magic recipe that, you know, helps with A, B, or C. And she's a little bit more of like a realist. So she's like, fuck it. Like, if, like, are you tired? I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> but I just don't think it's healthy. Like, I don't sleep – I don't – I'm like, I don't – I'm like, I don't think you understand because you sleep really well. Mm-hmm. But like I I literally sometimes feel like I didn't really sleep at all, which is fine and I make it through. But some some people out there who are listening to this now that are underslept, you feel like you don't have like a soul sometimes. (laughs) You feel like you're missing that little extra – that little extra oomph. Now, I wasn't going around with that very often because I was still smart enough to understand like, yeah, you do need to lay down for eight hours. But I'd still wake up a bunch. I would still wake up. And when I went to use the bathroom, like I would pee, but I wouldn't pee that much. Now I can tell I'm sleeping for longer periods of time. When I do wake up, I'm having that Austin Powers pee. <laughs> yeah. Where the toilet bowl water is flashing back to you. It's like coming back to you. Yeah. You know? Which sounds like somebody turned the shower on, you know? Um, so there's been some, there's definitely been some big differences, but that fact of like, mm-hmm. um, telling myself, okay, yeah, now it's time to like unwind. It's time to uh, get ready for bed. But I also wanted to tell people too, because I don't want to leave stuff out and have people think that they can just go and try to implement a bunch of these different things. What I would recommend is you try to implement one thing at a time and see if it's something that you can do that we recommend from the show today, whether it's the blue blocking glasses or whether it's the mouth tape, Um, no matter what it is, if it's just one thing that you can try and see is that yielding some results, Ah, maybe I'll try something else in combination with that. And then you might end up with, like me, where you have kind of a (laughs) bunch of different things uh, that you stacked up. But I can't leave out the fact that I do have a mouthpiece that is from a dentist. And I, I don't believe that anybody makes anything like this, but I actually think there's an invention wrapped up here. I don't really think that I don't think that you need to have a dentist make this thing. I think that if someone can figure out a way for your tongue to just simply stay to the roof of your mouth, uh, I think we would have a lot of the sleep apnea issues solved. So for me, this particular mouthpiece, shout out to Dr. Gould um, for setting me up with this uh, mouthpiece. I don't want people to sit there and think like, oh man, this is an expensive thing and I'll never be able to do this um, I do think that it might be something you might be able to get covered by uh, if you if you have uh, medical, if you have dental. It um, might be something that you can go through insurance uh, for. But anyway, I don't want to leave that part out because it is important. So I use that and I use the mouth tape on top of that. When I was talking with um, Tom Segura, he mentioned the same thing. He's got the same uh, style mouthpiece. Joe Rogan has the same – So. Whatever this thing costs, like I don't know what it costs. It could be three grand. It could be five grand. I don't know. <laughs> However, if it fixes your fucking sleep, mm-hmm. like you might mu- you might really need to look into it. You might really need to examine it.
1: Yeah, it's funny when you said um it's like uh you have your soul ripped out of you when you're <clears throat> walking around. Dude, so the way I said it. In the past was it you feel like a ghost because you're just kind of floating around (laughs) like it's almost like you have no weight like you have you're just like fucking empty. It's such a weird feeling. Um, But this is the remember I was talking about on a previous podcast how I tried a mouthpiece. So this is the one that I tried. That's what I
0: was looking up because remember we talked about this a few years back. Yeah. um,
1: Now it might be one of those things where I got to circle back and try it again but when i tried this one it
0: just did not work for me mm. um what do, mark in comparison to this mouthpiece what does yours look like do you have like an image or do you, yeah i'll take a picture i can mm-hmm. share it with the uh,
2: the podcast um it has a i i don't fucking get it i don't understand what it does um <clears throat> but it does move your lower jaw forward it moves your lower jaw forward a bit, and I have an actual, like, other mouthpiece that I, I'm i supposed to put in when I wake up so that my bite doesn't change a lot, so that mm-hmm. my jaw doesn't go real forward, um, but uh, Joel Green, yeah, we're shooting around going, yeah, <laughs> Joel Green was talking about when looking he looking like a pug, <laughs> when he, yeah, when, <laughs> <laughs> when joel was on the show he was talking about how like if you just if you can move your chin a little bit forward mm-hmm. how your uh your airway mm-hmm. opens up a little bit and so i don't know but um yeah the mouthpiece does that for you kind of sets your jaw your lower jaw forward and then maybe because of that it creates something to where your but your tongue like my tongue is literally like suctioned to the roof of my mouth when i wake up it's mm. it's odd it's good. and with the mouth tape on there it's kind of a weird feeling because it feels like it's like like it's like stuck there you're it, like what the hell
1: yeah and so that's like um again like i don't want to talk trash about a company or anything but like it, this one the it has a tongue thingy and it's meant to like hold your tongue down that's supposed to like open the airways oh
0: whoa 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 it's supposed it holds your tongue so keep it, it doesn't it's, keep your tongue on the roof of your no, mouth?
1: No, it's the opposite. Oh, right. Oh. So from what we know, like that's probably not the most ideal thing.
2: Yeah, I don't think that's correct. Mm-hmm. But maybe but, yeah, maybe they have different information, but...
1: Yeah, see,
0: it says holds the tongue to open the airway. I think I also see the mouth is open, so there's air going mm. through the mouth there, right? Yeah. And so like
1: when I when uh. when I when I was using this, like I just might my mouth just when i in the morning just woke up feeling like a fucking like my whole mouth was like a big pork rind like it was just dry as fuck See, no, that's it, not it was good. Like, cracked it just was not a good experience for me yeah um, so this is this isn't a good i mouth wasn't mou- i wasn't mouth taping at the time but um you know i don't remember where i found this one from but like it was expensive and i was like dude i have to figure this shit out yeah but it yeah so that was one of the things that i tried in the past
0: yeah no this isn't like that's the thing though this is trying to fix the breathing in a certain way that probably isn't ideal right like that may help some people but the thing is that you do want your mouth shut while you're sleeping
1: it's like if your feet hurt wearing extra cushiony shoes it's like no you should go the other way yeah (laughs) yeah so that that's
0: not a that's not a very good solution
1: yeah when i went to my dentist i asked for one But they told me, like, oh, that's – it's um, sort of like if I went to them to get braces. They're like, mm-hmm. no, you got to go to your uh, – Orthodontist. Orthodontist, or yeah. They're like, they're
0: the ones that can mold you for a mouthpiece. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, another step. But <laughs> Just know. so you guys know, there's an episode that we did, and it's out um, about sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, we – it was very recent. We went over all the things that we do for sleep. I don't think you mentioned the mouth guard during that one. Um, and I don't know if we talked too much about the cardio – the cardio aspect mm-hmm. of how that could be beneficial uh but you can check that episode out mm-hmm. too that'll be somewhere in the description so you can have all those things because yeah, we that probably won't the, go deep on all the other stuff that was the how to
1: get jacked without tracking series mm-hmm. i believe yeah so uh, we've been talking this will be like the third one that we've talked about sleep uh, fairly recently mm. but i mean
0: this is i mean this shows how in depth this shit can go or yeah, how complex how, how important is uh you know also in the comments just so that we can see uh whether it's in the discord or whether it's in here comment down below what problems that you personally have with your sleep if you do have sleep issues do you wake up with a dry mouth do you wake up not rested what 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 kind of issues do you see because then like we can go we, we can see what some of you yeah, guys are dealing with and we might be able to help with that because mm-hmm. it's been i mean i know it's been a lot for you mm-hmm. to be able to get to this point like yeah. I just, I can't even imagine what it's like to, you know, you've talked about how much you wake up at night, what it's like to go through, like, I feel like such a pussy, to be perfectly honest, because when I have bad nights of sleep, like, that shit still ain't as bad as the consistent things that you were dealing with, but then you still came in and you're doing all this shit, you're, you're, I'm just like, how the, what, like, you're doing this off of sleeping like that? It's just, I guess, it's surprising what you let, what what you get used to, yeah. and the way you get used to feeling, but still work at a pretty high level. So it must be pretty interesting to wonder because you're doing a lot of stuff now, and you're getting the amount of sleep you're supposed to get, and you're getting quality sleep. Do you notice a difference in how you are day to day with business, with people, etc.?
2: <clears throat> so far, I feel really lazy. Really? <laughs> yeah, I feel lazy, and I feel a little groggy. I feel a little like. A little like slowed down a little bit, um, mm. but I think it's just a transition. Like I don't think my body's ever felt this before, so uh, it's going to take some time. I mean, it sounds really weird and odd to work on something that isn't giving you like a bunch of symptoms. Um, but I, you know, I want to try to age well. Like ten years from now, I want to be about the same as I am now. I want to have not definitely to uh, not have regressed at all. I would like for my mobility to be a little bit better. Mm -hmm. I'd like to be a little bit leaner. Um, If I can lift about the same, that would be cool. Certainly, I want to be able to run a lot better than what I'm running now. So like, Mm -hmm. I want to kind of rewind the clock. And so one of the best ways to do that is through your sleep. And one of the other ways of doing that is through stress mitigation. So I went for like 10 years. I don't even really look at stuff like this anymore, but for like 10 years straight, in kind of diving into like personal development. That's all I looked at. Anything to do with stress, anything to do with anxiety, anything to do with depression, I would try to absorb as much information as I possibly could on those topics. And I didn't feel like I suffered from any of those things. But I was like, what an amazing thing. Like you can have resilience in those areas. Like, holy shit. Like, that's amazing. And then the different people that we have on the show, that we've had on the show, um, we've had so many different types of people talking about their way of dealing with stress. And there's some people that didn't have loving parents. There's some people that did. There's some Mm. people that have had abusive parents. You know, we got people like C.T. Fletcher that was abused a lot as a kid. We have some people that have uh, grew up poor. We got some people that grew up a little bit uh, more well off. Like we have a wide diversity of people saying very similar things to where the regardless of where you are in life and regardless of uh, where you started off, you can make some really incredible fucking changes. Mm-hmm. And the changes need to happen the, the change a lot of times needs to happen within yourself. And then you can kind of dictate how much everything around you impacts you. You could sit around and feel real sorry for yourself and say, I never had a shot because of this. Or you can say, you know what, because I never had a shot, I'm going to show people. I'm going to show people the way. I'm going to show people a different way. I'm going to show people that somebody like myself can make it. We can figure these things out. So I studied a lot of that stuff. Um, And you only start to study stuff like that when you – unfortunately, sometimes when you get in a position to where – I, in a very fortunate way, didn't have to worry about some other things because I was financially secure so I can go, Ron Penna, like th- all the different people we've talked to, yep. there's so many people with the same story. We're kind of sitting there in awe of these people and like, how the fuck? But it's because they got to a place comfortably. They They worked harder at some point. They stacked up enough to where they felt good enough to where they could start to study Uh, these kind of side piece side piece side piece (laughs) things these smaller things like we're investigating the fucking feet we've talked to so many people about the development of the jaw and the airway like we've been down these rabbit holes before Um, but it will help the individual if you can be more at peace with the things that you're doing every day then it's going to be a lot easier to dive into these things and maybe end up with restful sleep.
0: But one thing to mention there even though you know Ron I remember I remember we were talking to him one day and we asked him a question he's just like make more money and it won't be a problem. Mm-hmm. So even though right you you hear what Mark said too where he's like I, I mean I got to a certain point where I could ha- I could focus on all these things you can still get all those benefits right now because you don't need to experiment to try to find out we've told you all the things that you can do to work on it so now you just got to do it you don't need a search just just start doing certain things with your feet just start mat- taping your mouth find i did a it when i was
2: broke too but it was just different shit you yeah. know i was like you know i i would be sitting at home and i'm like what's it how do i you know if i squat off this couch this way like what does this look like if i fucking jump up with this yeah. amount of energy when i do my next box squats oh, tomorrow i'm gonna fucking get after it. tomorrow i'm gonna try to squat with my feet straighter you know i'm gonna try a little bit wider i wonder how that'll f- affect the hips and i wonder if my grip is out a little bit or if my grip is a little closer like mm-hmm. i thought about these things meticulously uh when i didn't have any money mm-hmm. i was always like always obsessed with a way of having self-improvement so i didn't have shit back then i should not have been thinking about that I should have been thinking about, hey, motherfucker, you should get a job and you should start to make some like real money so that, so that you can uh, play powerlifter here and there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, for me, it's always been like I just I want to get better at some of these things. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think that the uh, like the the lazy feeling, like the sluggish feeling is just coming from sleep inertia?
2: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I think I think it is for sure. I think it's just me getting used to something that's a little bit
0: different. You want to mention what sleep inertia is real quick.
1: Yeah, just when, um, like, well, the best way I guess I can put it is, like, you know, there's times where you wake up before you're supposed to wake up. Yeah. And you're just like, bing, I'm good to go. Like, oh, fuck, dude, it's, like, it's 3.30. I got to get up at 6. Like, I'm just going to go back to sleep. And then when your alarm goes off and you're a fucking zombie, it's because that. You're still within a cycle. You're you're going, uh, if you can imagine sleep is in motion, and then all of a sudden it hits that alarm. It's like, well, you still want to keep going. So that's essentially what sleeping there's is.
2: two big things going on uh n- number one is uh the sun is up is getting up earlier and earlier as we get closer and closer to summer mm. and so i don't like waking up being like beat by the sun i'm like you motherfucker <laughs> like i'll get, wave my fist i yell at <laughs> it get I'll, off my lawn i'll get you <laughs> yeah so i don't, I don't
0: <laughs> well, well, that sounded great <laughs> oh, God. Now, you, you did that amazing <laughs> God, Worms is great. Have I you ever played Worms? Game. No, you, both of you guys have. You guys have talked about it countless times, Dude, but so I cool. haven't played Worms. Dude, no. we would be laughing so hard <laughs> if we were playing Worms.
2: Oh, he tried to go for the bank He shot. it, yeah. do might yes. work out.
1: Anyway, I don't know what I was saying. Did you said there was like two things of the sun. Oh,
2: yeah, the sun being out early makes me feel like a bum. <laughs> and then also, uh, if I don't get myself to sleep at the correct time... Mm. Then there's just no more negotiating anymore. I, I won't allow myself to uh, I won't allow myself <clears throat> to compromise that and wake up earlier. So mm-hmm. if I go to bed at ten, <clears throat> then uh, I'm not getting to do some of the things that I like to do in the morning. So I'm still here early. I'm still here at like seven. Or today I was here at like eight thirty. Um, but yeah, I'm still getting here early. But I am uh, I let off on a lot of that like. There's no reason for you to be out in the morning running. Like, just fucking go to sleep, stay asleep, see what it does for you. Like, let's just see what it does. Like, do it for a couple months, do it for a year. Like, what's the, maybe if I commit to it, maybe everything else will be easier. That's mm-hmm. what I'm assuming uh, because normally, um, normally I don't feel bad. So <clears throat> I have to kind of point that out. But unfortunately, uh, I lie to myself a lot. Like, a lie to myself all day about, like, anything. So, like, I – it's a protective mechanism. I'm a former athlete. I – hey, how you feeling? Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Uh, what am I going to do? Like, hey, how you doing? Ah, you know. Down in the dumps,
0: man. It's rough.
2: Yeah. No, I, I, I don't want you guys to feel that for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> I mean, I may answer you more hyped up on a particular day than another. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't want to, like, put that energy on the show. You know, so I'd rather, you know, kind of – I'm not trying to lie. I'm not trying to fake it. I'm not trying to like forcefully push myself into anything. But this is why a lot of athletes and a lot of great athletes have coaches a lot of times because like the coach needs to write the program and the programming so much of what uh, Jesse Burdick does for Jeremy Avila is to like back him way the hell off, right? Mm -hmm. Like Jeremy needs to slow down, like less sets, less intensity – um, a lot of us could really uh, utilize that. So for me, I'm always wanting to push forward. So I don't feel like the sleep has been to my detriment, but let's see, and let's find out what happens
0: uh, when I start sleeping more and when I start getting better quality sleep. Yeah. And the the other aspect of what we're talking about right now is, again, you know, number one, the amount of things that you've done that's gotten you here to finally have a a solid solution for your sleeper, you're getting all these hours, of, hours of sleep. Um, but for any of you guys who are dealing with pain in any specific area, uh, you know, for you it was like, it wasn't physical pain, but it was just like the ability not to sleep. But if you're dealing with lower back pain or knee pain or whatever, understand too there that like we come with a lot of solutions to a few different problems. But like, for example, you know, doing some ATG split squats or doing some stuff from Ben Patrick it may not alleviate everything and you may need to add in certain other things. Like you may need to add in a bit of mobility work or a bit of stretching or whatever. And that might be something. But one thing is Andrew, you mentioned this before we started the podcast. We talk a lot about belief, Mm -hmm. right? So when you do something, um, there's going to be a lot of people on one side uh, telling you why that's not going to work. And then there's going to be all these other people on another side saying, Oh, it's going to be fucking amazing. It's going to work. You need to give something a chance when you do it. You need to actually believe in it. But the thing that you got to do to even out your progress is believe in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But don't – potentially don't believe in it so hard that it then makes you so rigid that you then won't try something else that could be beneficial. Like there's a balance here because you don't want to be too open – right? Like too open so that you try everything that comes your way and and you you never actually give anything a fair shot. But you don't want to be so closed off um, that you then don't allow yourself to do anything else because you're like, ah, that's not this. So that's, I'm not going to do it. Because again, I mean, from what we've learned is that and trying so many different things. We've come upon things that work really well for us where if we were rigid and if we did stick to mm-hmm. what we were doing, if I stuck to the types of diets that I was doing for my bodybuilding shows in 2014 and 15, I wouldn't have the effortless aspect of dieting right now with some, with some fasting and what I do. Like it wouldn't feel as effortless. I'd still be tracking. I'd still be struggling with binging here and there. But, you know, I allowed myself to try certain things that have allowed me to now feel like Gaining weight and losing weight is super fucking easy.
1: Yeah. The the way that I, I kind of can think of it is like, okay, if you, if you believe in it and you give it a fair shot, like there's a really good chance that that's going to work out for you, whether it's trying to fix your back, trying to fix your sleep, whatever it may be. If you don't believe it and you don't think it's going to work, well, you already know what's going to happen. Yeah. So if you believe in it, it could work. And it sucks to say that like, Oh, it could work because I'm already putting disbelief in your thought process. But if you don't believe it, for damn sure it's not going to work out for you.
2: It's a little bit of a belief thing that I do. When I get home, I almost always, uh, sometimes I do it later in the evening, but almost always take a shower right away. And every time I take a shower, I'm just like, I literally kind of visualize and think and believe, like I'm washing away all the bad shit for today. Like, today's over, mm-hmm. tomorrow's going to be a new day, and some t- a lot of times by 4 p.m., 6 p.m., uh, I'm already fe- I am already feel like I'm uh, like quarter of the way through the next day. So when I wake up the next day, I feel like ready to rock, like the little things like laying out the clothes and some of that stuff and kind of thinking, okay, well, I got to be at the gym at this time. We're going to podcast and just trying to think about the day, when I'm going to eat, what I'm going to eat. Like the days are already – the days basically already spoken for before i ever go to bed and mm. stuff like that has really been helpful as well i've been doing that for a long time but it, just in terms of kind of almost like uh washing away stress it's just a belief of mine it doesn't i don't have any you know mm-hmm. research but i do think that a shower uh is something that's like we're so fortunate <laughs> we we go into the shower we turn the <laughs> fucking knob and we get whatever temperature <laughs> Oh, that's too cold. Oh, that's too hot. We get whatever temperature we want. And I know we should maybe not spend too much time in there, but I just end up spending too much time in there. And it's just something that you we have access to. Like, do you feel better after a shower? Like, I always feel better after a shower. And it's something that does help me relax and does help me kind of unwind from the day.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like that um, when I get in and out of the cold plunge. Yeah. The fucking
2: cold plunge is that's, unbelievable. And we didn't even mention that side of things and i that that has to be a big factor as well (laughs) because i am using that uh a lot of times i'll go home i'll rinse off i pop into the cold plunge and then i take a shower after that and i just feel like Mm -hmm. so pampered i feel like a little baby (laughs) that has been you know wrapped in a little blanket
1: at night a a shower after a cold plunge is like dude I, i i have a hard time like getting out of the shower because like i'm already falling asleep in there you know and, and i don't have a hard time falling asleep but um dude i yeah pampered is a good way to put it cuz like that shower is like the best shower ever cuz you're fucking shivering you're cold and then all of a sudden it's like lukewarm water touches then, you and it's like super hot mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> But then you get out of the shower again, and since you cold plunged, you're still a little bit cold, but now you go and you go into a, a little blankie, mm-hmm. and you get to warm up in your blankie, so you're and you're like, "Oh, yeah. it's time to sleep. Hey, <laughs>
2: not- <laughs> how crazy of, like, a neck does your son have sometimes when he's sleeping?
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's nuts, right? He scares like, like, the shit out of You're him. like,
2: Why, a human neck's not supposed to move that
1: way. What is he doing? Well, like, his body will be like this, but his head's, like, back this way. I'm like, ah. Oh. Uh, and we like, wake him up? <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: like, dude, he's going to have a strained neck. But I then don't know I, what y'all are talking about. I need to look at some baby sleeping. chubby babies. They're baby just super bendy. Like, yeah.
1: Like, super bendy. And, like, I, I think, like, long-term shit. So I'm just like, well, if he gets used to sleeping with his head this way, like, I don't want him to have, like, imbalances. His cheek
2: so. will, like, literally, literally be, like, on his peck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what the <laughs> First of all, that's impressive that your cheeks are that chubby. But, yeah. I got to see if I can get his uh, shoulder to touch his ear without moving his head. Mm -hmm. It's pretty hard because his head is like half his body still. (laughs) So like he'll, um, it's the most amazing thing. I don't know where the fuck. I mean, I know where he gets it, but I don't know where he gets it. But like he'll grab something and he'll do like an overhead press, but like he just goes like this. But Mm -hmm. like fully extended, he's barely at the top of his head, right? Yeah. But he'll go. That's so he's like he's hitting reps. But it's so funny because like the full extent of his arm is his whole head. I remember Jake would do that. He would
2: stretch in the morning <laughs> yeah. and his like arms would only go here <laughs> yeah. because his frigging head was so big. Their proportions are weird at that age. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah my kiddo <laughs> woke me up early today though. And I was like, nope, I'm not going back to bed because that sleep inertia, like it was definitely going to get me. Uh-huh. But yeah, he got me up at like, it was, uh, it was like close to four 30. I'm like, fucking I'm up. I I do force
2: myself to go back to sleep. I am Mm -hmm. still waking up at like Mm 4.15 on a lot of days. I'm like, nope, go back to bed. And I'm also, while I'm waking up, this might be useful for some people, I'm trying to really stay like fucking sleepy. Because like I could think of something or I could get distracted really easy and I could be like up. Mm -hmm. So I need to just be like chill, not turn any fucking lights on, keep the mouth tape on, just shuffle Mm -hmm. my way to
0: the bathroom and fucking go right back to bed. You know, um, you really. We talked about it in the sleep episode, but the sleep mask, the remedy mm-hmm. sleep mask from Blue Box, mm-hmm. is huge. Uh, it's really fucking good. It'll, like it, it makes me. Um, since the light doesn't hit me through the blinds, I just stay asleep longer. Mm-hmm. Now, like now, my wake up time has shifted, but it's the same time because I'm not getting that input from the sun. So, if you have a problem staying asleep, it could be because of different amounts of light that come into your room as the sun starts to come up. But if you have a sleep mask, that solves that issue and you're, you're going to be able to stay asleep a little bit longer. So it's a simple tool. Get one on Amazon or get one from Blueblocks, whatever, but use one. It's useful. Mm-hmm. Makes a huge difference. Have the room cool, have the room dark.
1: Andrew, take us on out of here. All righty. Thank you everybody for checking out today's episode. Please drop us a comment down below on anything we talked about today. Let us know how you guys are doing on your sleep and uh, what tips you guys are going to use to help better your sleep. And uh, follow the podcast at MB Power Project on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. My Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter is at I am Andrew Z. And please don't forget to subscribe right here on the YouTubes.
0: Uh, and Simo, where are you at? Peeps, Hit up the Discord because we're almost at 1,400. Along with that, uh, we bring you a lot of information about like the breathing stuff that we're getting into. So you know, if there are any guests that you guys are really interested in, on the Discord, there is a Discord section on our Power Project Discord for topic requests or guest requests. Put that in there because we're we're trying to have some, as many like fruitful, beneficial conversations, obviously, so we can get better, but also so that you guys can get better, too. So shoot that over to us so that we can get things figured out for you guys. But check out the Discord below, at NsimaInning on Instagram and YouTube, at Yang on TikTok and Twitter, Mark.
2: I'm at Mark Smelly Bell. Strength is never weakness, weakness is never strength. Catch you guys later.
0: Bye.